This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. While you are trying to talk to your family or your in-laws or whoever, (laughs) you should be sweating some kind of bets because guess what? We have Thanksgiving football. In fact, we have several Thanksgiving games in the NFL uh, as we turn our eyes towards this week in the NFL. So, of course, we know the Detroit Lions always play on Thanksgiving. Seven and a half point home favorites against the Packers. I really want to root for the Lions here. It feels like one of those teams that traditionally you see them on Thanksgiving. You're like, oh, no, here come the Lions to lose on Thanksgiving yet again. But we know the Lions are one of those top tier teams, maybe not on the level of the Eagles or, you know, the 49ers, but still a team that is uh, coming off um, a close win, but still a win. And now they're back at home where we know Jared Goff has been pretty good. Uh, You look at his completion percentage, it gets 5% better when he is playing at home, a 70% completion percentage when playing at home this season. But Jinx, is this enough for you to lay seven and a half with Detroit here? No, I'm not. It's too many points. I don't believe the Packers have been an underdog of more than like four or five points all season long. So the Packers are not a great team. Here's the thing about the Lions, though. The Lions are are very good, but they leave a lot to be desired on defense. And so you can score on the Lions. And Jordan Love had a good week last week. This is a rivalry game, a Thanksgiving tradition. I understand the Lions are going to be fired up. It's in Detroit, but I'm not laying more than a touchdown with the Lions when you talk about a defense that I think the Packers can score on. Lions win. I'll take the Packers plus seven and a half. I think that's probably the right call, especially for a game that starts so early. Do you think this has any effect on some of the handicaps of some of these games? Because it is not only a short week, it's a really short week because this game Mm -hmm. kicks off at 1230. The body clock may be a little different for both of these teams. I think it's a great point. And whether it's in baseball, whether it's in football, particularly the NFL, college is a little bit different because these guys are are used to it. But I think in the NFL or in baseball, whenever it's a little bit earlier than guys normally play, you know how it is. You don't have to be an athlete to know. It just takes a while to get going. When you have a job and you normally do that job at a certain time, and then all of a sudden they say, hey, we're going to push this back. You need to be here a few hours early. You're like, ah, this throws off my schedule. I know that doesn't sound like a very articulate handicap, but I absolutely think it's a factor. So when I see an early baseball game, I immediately say, hey, maybe the under is the play here. And when I see a game like this, then on a short week where it's going to be early, to me that says we're probably not going to see teams that are explosive as we normally see. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, I think I would take the points as well. I'm a little torn on this total, though. At 47, Mm -hmm. I kind of think that we see a lot of points because you mentioned that Lions defense, how they are fully capable of giving up points to just about anybody. But also, you go back to the body clock, and maybe that is the sabotage factor here as both teams may be a little sluggish to start this game. Let's go to the Commanders and the Cowboys. Cowboys, 11-point home favorites here, total of 48-and-a-half. Normally, I would say this is the position where the Cowboys really shine against bad Mm -hmm. teams, but this is a divisional matchup and possibly a very buy-low spot on the Washington Commanders who are coming off a loss 
to the lowly giant. So, Jenks, are you team buy low on the Commanders, or do you think the boys get it done in a big way? I like the Commanders here. This is a monster spread, and it is a rivalry game. Now, you can laugh about that, but it really is. I can assure you, living right here in D.C., working for the Commanders like I do, I was doing the podcast yesterday, there is no team that this team here in D.C. wants to beat more than the Dallas Cowboys. This goes back forever. And so it's a great buy-low spot on Washington. They played about as poorly as you can play last week. Think about how bad you have to be in a game where you sack an opposing quarterback nine times. They sacked Tommy DeVito nine times and still lost the game. Why? Because they turned over the football six times. It doesn't get any worse than that. The Commanders are the quintessential team that plays up or down to the level of their competition. So I think they go into Dallas. They keep this within double digits. This spread is way too high. I'm on Washington. I think you need to take a look or at least consider a C.D. Lamb prop. And I know that they have talked about him being a little banged up, but they said he squarely didn't practice yesterday because it was a Monday. This is not normally a day where they are practicing. We know it's a short week, but he has had some absolutely monster games. Yes, the number can look daunting because I think it's 80 and a half, but he's gone over the century mark in four of his last five. Then he gets a commander's defense that's given up the most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers. So keep your eye on CeeDee Lamb. I think he has a big game against this Washington secondary. So I think that would be my play as opposed to laying a big number with the Cowboys. And then finally, out on the West Coast, we have another divisional matchup between the Niners and the Seahawks. Uh, we have the Seahawks at home here, total of 43. And we know that the Niners have looked incredible over the last few weeks. The return of Trent Williams, the return of Debo Samuel, but again, this is a divisional game, and this is close to a touchdown spread. Jenks, do you consider the Seahawks here? Maybe. I'm concerned here. This line opened Niners minus seven. Now it's sitting at six and a half, so we're seeing some Seahawks money come in. The reason why I don't want to bet this game is because of injuries. Geno Smith left last week's game and then came mm -hmm. in for the final series, banged up his arm. Kenneth Walker, the third believe has some sort of significant strain in his leg I don't know if he's gonna play so it's a divisional game Seattle's tough at home but I I can't make a case for Seattle when you're taking on arguably the best team in football it's less than a field goal and you could have two significant pieces out or at the at, at best really banged up and maybe ineffective so I'd go Niners I think this is a great teaser leg, and we will get into my favorite teaser options next segment, but if you can get the Niners down to simply a half point, you get the six points in your favor, they basically just need to win, I think that's how you play it, because like you said, the injuries with the Seahawks, and plus, this Niners team is absolutely rolling. I don't see the Seahawks defense stopping the offensive weapons that the Niners bring to the table. And maybe a player to watch out for, George Kittle has had some massive games against the Seahawks. Last time around, 93 yards game. Before that, 181 yards. So clearly there is something about this defense that does not defend him well. And also, he's been getting a lot more targets lately. 
He has gone over 78 receiving yards in each of the last four games. So maybe somebody to look at if you are considering player props, although there are plenty of options on the offensive side of the ball for the San Francisco 49ers. How about Black Friday, where maybe you're doing some shopping and maybe you'll shop around for the best price when it comes to Dolphins and Jets. It is a big spread here. Dolphins line 10 on the road, total of 40. So, Jenks, let's start there. 40 points in a Dolphins game. Do you think this is a total worth betting, or do you look at the Jets and say, we can't even depend on them to score more than a touchdown? Jets plus 10. That's my call. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. It's dangerous. Here's the thing. Zach Wilson is now QB3, and next year he will be QB1, for the Wilson family turkey bowl on Thanksgiving oh, when gosh. he is out of an NFL job. Zach, you played in the NFL. Get over here and toss his pigskin around. Tim Boyle will start. He's probably not going to be good, but he will be better than Zach Wilson. That is guaranteed. This line jumped three points after the Dolphins opened at minus seven. The Jets' offense cannot get any worse. I'm not grabbing or laying 10 points with Miami on the road to Meadowlands. Jets, it is. Ooh, have fun sweating out that one after all of the indigestion that you will probably have (laughs) from overeating on Thanksgiving. So while you're (laughs) wrestling with somebody for a TV on Black Friday, God, the Jets, they screwed me again. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.